Hello everyone, welcome to the Bible Study Bros. It is I, Joshua. I'm here with Abdul and a special guest, Mike Britton. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, we're going to get going because we got a short amount of time. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're, uh, we are reading Matthew 13, verse 24, the parable of the weeds. It's been a while since we've done this. But uh, we're definitely happy to be here right now. Mm-hmm. And so, like usual, we're going to start with a prayer. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this time and bringing us here today. Uh, we invite the Holy Spirit uh, into this room. And we we ask for wisdom and revelation uh, as we read your word. And you know our hearts, and you know that we want to know you more. And... In this moment, we just want to give everything to you, and we want to focus everything to you, and we just acknowledge your presence, and uh, we invite the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. You want to I'll start, start reading? reading? Yeah. The parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? When then did the weeds come from? An an enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them? No, he answered, because while you you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Mm -hmm. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. He's saying that the kingdom of heaven looks like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But when everyone was sleeping, the enemy came in and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. What do we know about the kingdom of heaven? Is that like... Because you know when they say, like, may your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. As, on earth that is in heaven. Is that like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've heard two very different views on, on the kingdom of heaven. One is... Or sorry. Yeah. Like the, his God's kingdom is that it's just the words for heaven. Right? Like mm-hmm. kind of where right. you go. That's what I know it is. Um, but then just like you quoted was your kingdom come yeah. to earth. Mm-hmm. Right? And so some people say that that's kind of our job is to bring the kingdom down to earth. Right. Through prayer and through intercession. Um, what do we know about heaven? Because I've heard just recently, actually, like heavens and back then was just another name for like the skies. Mm. Like they, they used it a lot to just to point up, mm-hmm. you know, just like in the universe. Mm. So like. The kingdom of heaven is like the kingdom that's like up there in the sky, in the sky, somewhere. 
but yeah, the, is it like a physical kingdom that's just gonna like boom, just like slap Earth one day and just <laughs> here we are, or is it like a more spiritual thing, like like the well, kingdom is inside of us type of thing? Yeah, the way I see it is like God sort of rules everything because He's created everything, mm-hmm. so He has ownership of this world and everything else that comes with it. So the kingdom could even be like this world already like through many years of prayer and like you said on earth as it is in heaven like it it's here right i think it like it depends on your view of revelation the book of revelation Mm -hmm. in the sense that in revelation it talks about the old earth fading away Mm -hmm. and then the new jerusalem you know coming down the new heaven the new the new earth um but that's that's the i'd say the futurist mm-hmm. understanding of the revelation which is you know that there will be an apocalypse and the fourth's fading away and then there'll be a new heaven mm-hmm. the, there's another view of Reve- the book of revelation which is that this is you know like this is the end times kind of thing like in art we're trying to make things better like this is the kingdom as we said here right. on earth um you know th- th- those are two very different views but um I think if we look at the last line here where it says, uh, you know, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned mm-hmm. and then gather the wheat and bring them into my barn. Right. Um, it, it, right. Like the my barn is an allusion, I think, to he always talks about setting a, a table, um, you know, in, in the Psalms, right? Mm-hmm. Even setting a table in the place of my enemies or you will have a table in my house. And yeah. it's God's house, right? Mm-hmm. In this place, it's a barn to mm-hmm. fulfill the analogy, mm-hmm. but... It's God's house. Is it's kind of like they're getting that. And this is kind of like uh, how they describe the kingdom as like the barn, you think? Yeah. Of heaven, yeah. Like God's yeah. house is the barn in this scenario mm. or in this um, parable. Let's go like verse by verse here. That's so. awesome how it starts off kind of like the kingdom of heaven where it can mean multiple things. But it, like you said, it becomes very clear when it says the wheat will then mm. be brought to my uh, to my barn. So, what do you the... I think in this scenario, Jesus is describing kingdom of heaven as earth, uh-huh. and then wash away the weeds, and the rest of the wheat will come oh. into the house of God. Yeah. Right. It's, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good mm-hmm. seed in his field. Yeah, and I, I like, yeah, like we should go verse for verse here because mm. the servant then comes to the uh, owner and says, "Didn't you sow good seed here? Uh, where did all these weeds come from?" And then he replied, "The enemy did this." Then the servants asked him, "Do you want us to go and pull them up?" Like. There's a few ways to look at that. Like, yeah. I, I think of that as that could either be humans asking the question of where does evil come in the world. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most common questions of religion and God is if God's all all good and all powerful, where does evil come from? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and that's basically what he's asking: is God, if you created us all and you're good, why is there bad things? Mm-hmm. Why is there evil? Why yeah. is there weed? Why don't we pluck it right now mm-hmm. before it happens? Yeah. Right, but right. he's saying let it grow. Let it grow. Yeah. Because if you were to pluck out the evil, you might pluck out the good with it. 
Yeah. Wow. So do you think that the servant in this is humans asking this question or the other way to read that is it could be like angels mm-hmm. could be angels you know, too. asking yeah, God and saying powerful beings that's too. kind of what I'm, I'm seeing here and and it's showing God's heart right like he doesn't want us to be destroyed he loves us mm-hmm. right yeah wow and even like you can even think of like the field as like an individual like you can have some wheat and some weeds in within yourself, mm. but you should like let it fully grow before you start plucking away at it right away. Right. right? I mean, obviously you, you want to have as much good intention as possible, mm-hmm. but maybe acting too early or too drastically at an early stage can negatively affect the path that they were supposed to be led on does Mm -hmm. that make sense so in like in the perspective of like the angels of being the servants Mm -hmm. we then are like the field right yeah and the the weed is like the sin that Mm -hmm. kind of contaminated us and then the angels are like yo do you want us to go get them and then god's like nah let them do their thing let them Let them do the thing. There's going to come a time where we're going to separate mm-hmm. the good and the bad. Yeah, he calls it the harvest. Let both grow until the harvest. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much telling people, like, there's going to come a time, pretty much, right? This is also, like, almost like a warning. Well, and I, I don't think there's any mystery in the idea of... Uh collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned like that's an allusion to hell right (laughs) like that's pretty it's clear (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. I think uh, yeah it's very clear what they're trying to say here maybe we should move on I just had one last thought Uh, it was near the start that we we went over was but while everyone was sleeping his enemy came and sowed weeds Mm -hmm. among the wheat Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. went away and I'm just the idea of sleeping is that when we've turned away from God? Is that when... I'm just trying to get, get a handle on that. I've learned that uh, you know when you're reading the Bible, every line is important, right? Every line yeah, means something. It really is. Uh, even if you don't understand on the service, and that line is just trying to... Is it is it talking about original sin, like Adam and Eve? Or yeah. is it talking more about uh, every time we are not focused on God? Focused on God, yeah. You know? Because, like, when we are in a state of sleep, we're not really there, <laughs> in a way. Like, we're not mm-hmm. really we're not really focused on, yeah. like, anything. But even, like, you know, sleep could be the metaphor here. Just when we're not, when we're focused on ourselves. Or when yeah, we're focused exactly. on, you know, not actually uh-huh. sleeping, but just when we're not putting God first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty, I think that's what it means, just when we're not putting our focus on God we're almost like sleeping on him right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're kind of opening the door for that evil to, to kind of mm-hmm. so come in yeah okay I remember I also remember uh, I think it was a parable about like how the thief came in the night and stuff about you have to keep your lanterns and slit right. and right. stuff yeah yeah I don't know that just kind of rang a bell right there too like you always have to be ready you always have to be awake mm-hmm. and if you knew that the robber was coming wouldn't you stay up like 
till and like just wait for him to come you know what I mean yeah. instead of just going to sleep and yeah yeah that's a good way to put it there's a lot of deep rooted messages within such a small paragraph and that's yeah man that's and why like, these parables are amazing parables are crazy like like the the chat like the paragraphs before it um when disciples ask like why do you speak in parables like it's really set the foundation as to how you should take in the parables yeah. like it's just yeah it's just wild well and we put in a few times here our pre-knowledge of god's character which is what it's trying to show and so when jesus answered that why do i speak in parables and so it's that those who know god will understand it it's like mm-hmm. you have to you have to know God. You have to walk with God. You mm-hmm. have to have an understanding of His character. Because mm-hmm. we we imparted a lot of like knowledge onto this, right? Like mm-hmm. saying whether it's angels or whether it's us, or mm-hmm. um, He's doing this because He loves us, right? Mm-hmm. That's from mm-hmm. foreknowledge, right? Yeah, previous mm-hmm. experience. Only the ones with ears can hear. <laughs> <laughs> See, that reminds me because like when I was a little kid, I tried reading the Bible and I did not get yeah. any of it. Same. But I find that. Well, you said when three come together, like God is there too, or something. Yeah, there's those a verse lines. about like yeah, two or more or three yeah, or more. Two or so more. Like, just yeah. like being involved more within church and being involved in things like this is like a whole new way of looking at it because you get different experience from different people, and it's awesome. Like, highly encourage everyone else to start something up like this so they can get closer to God. And even just find more stuff about themselves, too, because there's so many lessons in this book that earlier at an age where I didn't understand as much, I would just fly through words, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, once you take that time to, like, digest it, and definitely more, like, so in a group, like, you really get to, there's just so many things you can pull out of Yeah. each verse. Let's continue. Okay. Uh, do I keep reading? You want someone else? One more parable? Mike, do you mind reading that? Sure. The, we're going the whole parable down to uh, 44, I guess. Uh, 36. Or, yeah, sorry, I skipped one. Yeah. Uh, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants, and becomes a tree, so that the birds can come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about sixty pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in, par- mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Wow. 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 It's pretty much... What does it mean by, uh, like, the last part where it says, So was fulfilled was what was spoken through the prophet you guys know which uh, prophet mentioned this part 
Uh, in my version, it says that he's quoting actually Psalm seventy-eight. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yeah, when it grows, it is the largest garden plants. So there's another time where he talks about if you had the faith of a mustard seed, right? Oh, yeah. And you can move mountains, even with a faith, mm. like that small. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he's playing off that, the idea of faith. Mm. The idea of the kingdom of heaven could be just such a small thing, but when you strongly believe in it, it can grow into a large garden of plants. Hmm. Or is it referring to like the original creation of us, which was Adam and Eve, which and then could be like a mustard seed and that sprouted to now what the world is today, right? Hmm. Or it could even be Earth. When God created Earth, it was such a small existence mm-hmm. within the galaxy and the universe. But yeah, it's filled with so much life. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so many different ways on how to like in visualize um what the kingdom is. Like I still don't have like a of concrete understanding of exactly what it is and I mean that's why he's giving us parables about it right because mm-hmm. he wants us to like try to figure it out but like when I'm thinking about like the kingdom of a mustard seed and when we're talking about the kingdom coming down from heaven and like the kingdom's supposed to gather up like the good people right because it's going to be a separation with the good and the bad and then it, it makes me think about how like the people that are saved is like it's a narrow gate right because not a, a yeah. lot of people uh-huh. it's not like a group, big group amount of people that are going to make it uh-huh. and so like the seed is almost like the, a small amount of people uh-huh. it could be like a small amount of group of people that creates the kingdom uh-huh. because the kingdom is small and it can only even fit so many people but then when it's like full grown it's like it can bring in more people I don't know man. <laughs> the next one seems to be saying the same thing like the yeast right like that's yeah. I think why they're put together mm-hmm. it was just that something small can you know work through the entire kingdom right like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour. Although in this case, it says the kingdom of heaven is the yeast, which is this the small thing, mm. and put it in the much larger flour, and it worked through all the dough. So that's like, you know, the small amount of uh, people in the kingdom can make a difference in to the everything, whole. the whole thing and all the dough mm-hmm. is what I'm get thrown out for that one (laughs) you know similar things the small can affect the large right which goes into a lot the sermon on the mount the whole um 
blessed are the meek, uh, you know, blessed are the and, um, those who yeah, like just it's mm-hmm. kind of the small can affect larger uh-huh. things. Yeah, that's like a very common uh, characteristic of Theme. God of yeah. giving like yeah. hope and belief and and um, just giving hope to like people that might see themselves as small people, right? And like just giving them the hope to conquer like whatever it is that they're going through. Yeah, I don't think he's trying to make anything really too specific of like what this example is of, but or what this parable is about. But I think he's just trying to say like even the smallest thing, like you guys said, can make such a big difference. Yeah. Right? Like when the tree is full grown, mm-hmm. it it's able to the birds can come and perch in its branches. Like it's gonna be able to like have like I don't know a big impact on like other even like it's a yeah like you said it's a very common characteristic of like God that the little things count mm-hmm. like the the Bible itself is made with little stories from different people mm-hmm. who might have had those mustard seeds they mm-hmm. wrote it down and in a collection. It's something extraordinary. Even Jesus, one man born into this world, changed the whole world yeah. forever. Right? Born in a manger as a baby. Yeah, just literally like ground zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, it's cool to like see that in the form of like a kingdom. You know, like a kingdom. You think kingdoms, you think of something big, like right away. But to see it as something so small Mm -hmm. that has potential to become big, it's like, where is this kingdom? I want to be a part of it. Like, it's like, it's, uh, yeah. What does he mean by, though it is the smallest? Of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it's the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, mm. so that the birds of the air can come and perch on its branches. What does it mean by like the birds? Is that a metaphor for something, or is it just trying to draw a picture in your head? If we're following the idea of the king, like the uh, well, as it says, it's the kingdom, and that. When it's small, it grows, and it grows to something big, and it can be useful to everyone, as the yeast parable mm. says. Um, mm. The birds would be, you know, either, it could either be members of the kingdom, or it could mm. not be members of the kingdom who are then drawn to the kingdom, mm. right? Like, just people. Yeah. Yeah, it could be people. It could also just be, like, a metaphor of just having a bigger purpose, like, a value. Yeah. Like, there's, like, it, it provides value to something else or other people more than just its internal self yeah it has the potential to do more than the other trees I guess (laughs) Hmm. yeah and I'm just wondering when it talks about you know it's it it's the largest of all garden plants like it's bigger than the others it, it, the emphasis on that 
is that a reference to like kind of false religions or other religions mm-hmm. or they're not useful to everyone or they don't grow as big or you know they still exist and they're out there and but you know they're they're not as useful mm-hmm. in the sense i don't know could be religion it could be your occupation could be your relationship like those are all other seeds you have to water and nourish but it's not as important as this one Mm -hmm. also importance instead of like utility that's good Mm -hmm. because even yeah though it's the smallest of your seeds yet when it grows it's the largest Well, I'm tripping now. I'm thinking a lot about the kingdom now. Holy, am I going to crazy? Well, I was thinking maybe it's something that you mentioned, Abdul, which was, uh, you know, as a kid, you know, you don't understand a lot of the Bible. You're reading it, and you don't, you don't get it. And so, mm-hmm. at that point, it's just a small seed. It's not, it's not anything inside you. It's just mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, when you grow up, mm-hmm. it becomes everything. It becomes your life. Yeah. If you're follow, if you're a proper follower of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes the most important, and that's just interesting to think about. You know, I've I've know people who found God, found Jesus in their adult stage, and it was radical. You know, like it just changed them mm-hmm. like so fast. Right. Like some of us, like you know, we've grew up or had a faith background kind of thing. Right. But, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's... I don't think that's what the parable is talking about. It's just interesting to think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like, like, everyone's exposed to, like, the idea of a god and the different religions and stuff, right? Like, there's not a single human being that... I mean, maybe if you're, like, in an unknown village <laughs> somewhere very, very far away, but... Like, we've all had those little inputs throughout our life that, like, there's a religion out there, and there's a guy named Jesus, and it's just, it was so small to me back then, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's it's a lot bigger now. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it's the biggest it's gotten to right now. Like, it, I still have a lot of time, hopefully, and mm-hmm. we've all got a lot of time here, yeah. and we've still got a focus on it and it's a good reminder that like we shouldn't be sleeping on it mm-hmm. because then we're opening the door to the, the bad seeds coming in right yeah and yeah the way the world's going right now there's tons of bad seeds everywhere that can enter your life yeah. so. so it's kind of like uh like in in that perspective it's like we're we are like the kingdom right and like mm-hmm. we get big enough to invite like the birds like other people Mm-hmm. into the kingdom so that they can be changed and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. They can like reap from your benefit. That's good. That's good stuff. Alright. <laughs> okay. Definitely don't have time to move on. So Yeah, that's it. Thirty minutes. We can go on for hours if we wanted to. Yeah. Honestly, it's like it's just—I'm actually cutting mic, so 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I totally cool. forgot until like just, I just realized that like five minutes ago. I'm like, oh yeah, you're, I'm cutting your hair. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> we'll do it around the chair. Yeah. We'll cut around. Just... Yeah, no, we can definitely continue the conversation. But oh, yeah. for the podcast, I'm sorry you won't be able to, you won't be able to listen to that. It's going to be a lot of like buzzing with the clippers and everything. So it could be annoying. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are out there, is there any way for them to like connect with us? Not right now. Like, we don't have any social media for this specifically, True. but well, one, one day, day. <laughs> <laughs> one day you can talk to us. Yeah, hopefully uh, we're impacting you know somebody's life out there. Uh, hopefully it's you, yeah. whoever you are. Uh, thank you again for taking the time to listen. Uh, I look forward to more in nice. the future. You, thank you, Mike, for partaking. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. All right. All right. That's it. All right. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>